again, again. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm here with my gorgeous, wonderful, loving, caring, sweetie, honey, warm. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? No. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Disney Halloween loving husband Tom. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Hello, everybody. <laughs> now, like anybody, I like a good scare now and then, but the idea of me running the ship is just too spooky. So I will turn it back over to my sweetheart of a husband. Well, thank you, sweetheart. And thank you for the kind compliments. And of course, you are wonderful. And I uh, love you. And you love your Halloween as well. <laughs> just. The not so scary version of Halloween is kind of more what along right, your Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Which is perfect because we <laughs> like to talk Disney and they're all about not so scary. Thank you for joining us today. We are recording this episode on Sunday, September 26th. 2021 we are just Ooh. a few days away from walt disney world's 50th Ooh birthday celebration yeah. hard to believe we're near the end of september I and know. now after you know all this countdown we've been doing for so long that it's it's actually this week i know it's this month is really spun by and a lot of fun and exciting things happening and yeah i can't wait for the actual official celebration although there's some fun things happening this week yeah it's all all leading up to the actual date uh later this week which will be all very exciting thank you for joining us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there you could join in the fun with a newsletter that could come to you every week. I've heard something about this newsletter. <laughs> it's uh, great. Yeah, yeah, it's just another way to kind of be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. We put out our Disney Dishes blog recipe of the week. Sometimes it's a new recipe. Sometimes it's a classic recipe, but we like to get that out there. All sorts of connections to our various episodes. We ask you for your input there. And, you know, we have links to our Patreon page, our Spreadshirt page, you know, our YouTube page, all sorts of stuff and it just we just like having you because you've put out the effort to be involved with us first to get a lot of this information first through the newsletter right and sometimes we share some things that we don't publicize otherwise that's very true and so most times you will get the information first whether it's publicized elsewhere or not another way to be involved with us is to follow us on social media please check us out on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast if you are on facebook Come on over yeah. and join in the fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. We're just a bunch of Disney-loving, positive people having a good time, having our own Hyperion adventure, and you can join in on that fun as well. Most definitely, and please bring some friends along with you. Yeah, come on in and invite them in. Uh, there's really, as of right now, there's no membership criteria to get in there. You just click on, say you want to join, and you're in. As long as you're a positive person, we're all good with you coming on in and having fun right. in the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. We are also on YouTube. Please check us out there. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And if there's any questions about any of our episodes of things that we've talked about, or if you have something that you'd like us to do a deep dive with, please 
don't forget to let us know and we'll be glad to do that for yeah, you. Yeah, any reason you want to contact us, even if it's just to say hi. That's true. Uh, we love hearing from you, whether it's there, social media, whatever the case, we love hearing from you. And if you want to support this show, kind of help us out with some of the costs that it takes to actually put on this show week in and week out. Um, we have a couple ways you could do that. One, we have our Spreadshirt shop where we have a bunch of our logo gear on, yes, t-shirts and, and various different right. hoodies and stuff, but also lots of stuff like water bottles, coffee cups, all sorts of different things. And it's our various different logos. It's, you know, our regular standard Hyperion Adventures podcast mm-hmm. logo, our I'm going to Hyperion Adventureland yeah. logo, um, all sorts of stuff. Please go check it out. Or you can also join in with our Hyperion Adventures podcast Patreon group where we have groups, uh, patron uh, groups starting as low as $2 per month and you get lots of swag with that. Uh, if you're in the Explorer level or above, you get the Disney Dishes blog recipe of the month, which we just sent a new one out for September just this week. And we'll have more of those coming out as we move forward. That's right. And we thank those of you who have already become patrons. Yes. Thanks to everybody who is already uh, a patron. We're really, really appreciate mm-hmm. of you all. Now, another way to be supportive of this show is with reviews. That's right. And this is really, really exciting. We got another five-star yes, review this week. And if you do review you. this show, uh, we will happily read it on uh, the next podcast or whatever. This one actually came from a week ago. I didn't see it until this week, but we're happy to have it either way. And this review was titled Super Podcast with an exclamation point. Yes. Uh, it says, Tom and Michelle, what great hosts you are. So upbeat and positive. You share so much good information for both coasts for the Disneyland and Walt Disney World parks. I also love hearing and all about your adventures and information. Very current and up to date. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work. And that was by Disneyland Dina or Dina. D-I-N-N-A. Nice. Maybe a Donna. Maybe they put the I in there. But either way, Disneyland, Dina, Dina, Donna, uh, let us know who you are uh, because we would love to know and interact with you more. But thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the review. Definitely. We really, really appreciate it. You know, doing this podcast brings us a lot of joy and and it just is more enriched when we know that, you know, we're touching your hearts as well. And I know that we got a a tweet out this week of how somebody got a little emotional with uh, our last podcast. So I'm glad to see that there's some wonderful people out there, Keenan, for example, uh, for giving us that positive feedback. And this review uh, was spectacular and really made us just so thrilled. Yeah. uh, Thanks so much for all the input we get on our shows. No matter how it comes to Mm -hmm. us, uh, we really appreciate it very much. Speaking of input, We got some great input over the last couple of weeks because it's, again, a time to close out another category for Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame, the third annual one coming up this January. We closed out this week the best Disney sidekick category, and so these will be the uh, the entries nominees. onto our nominees. Thank you. Onto our final ballot coming up here in late November, December for you to vote on. But before we get to those that made it, of course, we have to get to our lists <laughs> first. And when we do a list, well, we always start with Michelle, oh, one because she's wonderful, <laughs> awesome, all things great. She has the best research. She has the best <laughs> tips, but she also has the very best list. So let's hear Michelle's top or excuse me, best Disney sidekicks list. Okay. I'm supposed to do five, right? Sure. Five-ish. 
Oh, okay. Five-ish. All right. Well, this time I stuck to the rules, I guess. Wow. Unusual. <laughs> um, so my first one is C-3PO. Okay. Uh, the next, and these aren't in any particular order, just as I was writing them out. Um, Dante from Coco. Yes. Love Dante. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe this one hasn't made it in. Is Jiminy Cricket. Ah, right. Kicking, I classic, know. Classic. Yeah. By the way, only Olaf made it in last year. So yeah, lots of lots of great choices out there. Yeah. Um, and just for people to understand, the the categories will only be filled if we have enough votes. Right. For them, that's so. it. They need to get us a high percentage. This is a Hall of Fame, right. and we want the elite of the elite in there. Yeah. Um, Chewie from yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars, and Star Wars, and another classic one. Last but not least, is Tinkerbell. Oh, Tinkerbell. Yeah, Tinkerbell. I know. Very good choice. I mean, it was hard to determine if she would qualify because she's also been the main character in her own series. But, but in Peter Pan. But in Peter Pan, yes. Right. Very good choices. Well, I like thank those. Thank you. I thank like you. those a lot. Now, here are my choices yes. in no particular order as well. I have Pascal from Tangled. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, hashtag real men love Frozen. So Sven definitely needs <laughs> yes. to make my list for sure. I knew you were going to cover Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lumiere from Beauty and the oh, Beast. I sure. love Lumiere. Yes. Uh, so good. Uh, I, I, I'm putting these together as one, even though they're two separate. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa right. from The Lion King. You got to kind of have them together. Yeah, so. kinda, they were on mine. I, and then I thought, all right. They'll have to be in an honorable mention category. <laughs> and finally, from Moana, Hey Hey, I because knew. I love Hey Hey. <laughs> hey Hey's awesome. Yeah, I could comment some things I'm about... I'm kind of on the same uh, mental level as yeah. Hey Hey often. <laughs> well, I was just thinking in terms of, you know, um, looking at characters with substance and those who are just too darn cute. Yes. <laughs> Very good. But some of yours had substance. I'm not saying they didn't. <laughs> All have substance. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just teasing you. I like the cute ones. Yes. Something shiny. <laughs> yeah, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so here are our final ballot nominees. These will be on the final ballot, which okay. you'll be able to vote on near the end of the year. And of course, for one of you that uh, takes part in that, we'll have some sort of prizes to give away. Mm -hmm. um, while we're, trying, we're always trying to gather those up yeah. and, and get them together for you. I've got a couple things in mind already. So here we go. So our final ballot nominees for best Disney sidekick are Abu from Aladdin. Nice, uh-huh. Baymax from Big Hero cool, 6. Yeah. Uh, Gus Gus from Cinderella. Oh, sure. Hey Hey from <laughs> Moana. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I think the uh, the host has a little bit of uh, double boat power, maybe. No, <laughs> no. I didn't. I know. Uh, I'm just playing. Uh -huh. uh, I may know what you know needs an extra vote to get in. <laughs> I will not deny that, but uh, I do not just put things, people in, characters right. in just because I decide they should be in. So, uh, Iago from Aladdin, sure. uh, Jiminy Cricket Yay. from Pinocchio, yes, uh, Lumiere from Beauty and mm -hmm. the Beast, Maximus from Tangled, nice. you know, the horse, mm -hmm. yeah. so good, love Maximus, uh, Mushu from Mulan, nice. so good, yeah. Uh, Pascal from Tangled, sure. yes, definitely. Uh, Pumbaa from The Lion King. Mm -hmm. Ray from The Princess and the Frog. I absolutely love Ray. Oh, I'm glad yeah. he made right. it in for sure. This was an interesting one and not that one I was expecting. If you were going to go with a sidekick from The Little Mermaid, uh, this would not have been my expectation, uh -huh. but Scuttle wow. made it in. Yeah. 
I love <laughs> Scuttle. Yeah, yeah. But I was a little surprised it wasn't Flounder or Sebastian right, or right. something, you know. Yeah. So Scuttle. Scuttle's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Timon from The Lion sure. King also made it in. And yes, thanks to Michelle, <laughs> Tinkerbell <laughs> is also on our final ballot. So again, we will have those up for you later in the year for you to vote on. And we have a new category that just opened up this last week. And this is our parks category. The, I think it's the only one that we have that's actually officially about the Disney parks. Mm. And that is favorite classic Disney attraction. So any attraction that opened up before, I think we did the the cutoff date at 1990 last okay. time. So any attraction that was from before that. Uh, last year, two made it in, Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. and the Haunted Mansion. So everything else is up for grabs. So uh, go ahead and, and send us those and we will add those to our final ballot for uh, coming up at the end of the year as well. So the, that was a new category last year, That was right? a new category from all last right, year, so. yes. yes. Okay. So all, all the ones we've gone through so far were brand new from last year. So they mm-hmm. only had one chance to be in. Right. We have one more category like that. And then we get to the classic ones that we had, the four that were our classic ones from even the first year. Cool. Cool. So uh, before we get into this week's show, we have one more thing that we like to get to every week. And we're not sure if Michelle will remember because she sometimes doesn't. Actually, sometimes I don't remember until the last minute. Sure. Uh, but we do have something for this week. So uh, we'd like to know what my favorite thing was from this week. And we always start with Michelle as long as she remembered. I did remember. All right. So yeah. let's find out what Michelle is, what her favorite thing is from this week. Yeah. And there was uh, actually several things that I could select, but in order to keep the show within a reasonable time frame I'll just do one and um, it it's work related and that was um, each year my clinic does uh, you know the flu vaccine and obviously we're doing the COVID vaccines as well um, and last year we did a drive-through which the patients really loved and we couldn't do it at when flu season uh, flu shot season first started because we had tremendously long lines for for COVID testing still, but it's kind of uh, evened out now that we can handle more traffic on our property. And so we are going to have a flu drive-through pretty soon. And I'm very excited for that. Yes. I uh, should get your flu shot along yeah. with your COVID vaccination that you definitely should be getting. Uh, you can get them both on the same day. Uh, can you? Because yeah. I remember when they first started doing it, they were saying you can get uh, inoculation about yeah. the park for like 21 days or right. something like yeah, that. Now, now things, yeah, they've reevaluated some things. They've had more data to, to review and yep, one in each arm. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So if you want to lose uh, use of your arms for a yeah, day. right. Uh, Please don't discourage anybody from getting vaccinated. No, no I'm not. I'm just joking. Know, totally a joke. They're really, they're not as bad as some people say yeah. they are. Either one of them. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and, and get definitely get your vaccination for COVID, but also get your flu shot, especially as we're getting out there more often and around people. Right, and uh, not wearing flu- masks as much. Right, the flu is out there too, yeah. and it can be nasty as well. So um, be sure and get that. And um, here's a tip, move your arms around after your vaccination. Yeah, for both, so, for either yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, and that'll help reduce pain. Disperse the uh, the stuff that they're putting in there yeah. quickly. Yeah, so very good. So thank you, Michelle. That's a good favorite thing. Yeah. From this what about week. yours? My favorite thing from this week, and we've only seen a little bit of this so far, but I'm looking forward to checking out more of it. But Star Wars Visions on Disney yeah. Plus, uh, really enjoy. Uh, it's really interesting t- looks at the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. non-canon, right. um, but fascinating to watch the the, the interesting uh, way that different. Um, 
I, I believe they're all Japanese, but mm-hmm. the way they're putting in different um, kind of viewpoints into the Star Wars universe, different artwork right. into the Star Wars universe. I think they're fascinating to watch. They're, they're interesting storylines, and the artwork is just yes. phenomenal. It really is. It really is interesting, and they're not all the same in each episode. Right. And so... Yeah, it's, it's great. And it's also cool that they did release all of them. So if you're somebody who's really into binge watching, yeah, you can do that. And they're shorts. They're like, yeah. you know, 15 minutes, something like that. Maybe not even that long. They're not really long uh, segments, so you can knock them out. But right. um, we've only seen a couple of them so far. We're loved them ourselves. Yes, loved them both. <laughs> and we're looking forward to catching the rest of them right. as well. So those are on Disney Plus for you right now if you want to check those out yeah, too. Yeah, and like you said, the artwork is just phenomenal. And it's just great having some unique art related to that universe yeah really really cool stuff so Mm -hmm. uh we also have a my favorite thing from this week from one of our good friends and uh hyperion adventurers uh this is from tony the disney dad he said i have a best thing for this week it looks like my adult only last minute anniversary trip is happening We'll be there October 1st to the 6th. This is in part to make up for our cancel trip last year for our 20th anniversary. Uh, happy, anniversary. happy anniversary. Whenever, I don't even actually know when your guys' anniversary is, but <laughs> if you're celebrating it coming up here in a week, yes. uh, we'll, we'll celebrate Cheers along you. with you. Uh, they did say, or Tony did say, we will miss you, though, since we yeah. unfortunately had plans originally right. to be out there, and uh, now we had to cancel those plans. So, But we're glad that we are mm-hmm. we have some friends that are going to be out there and enjoying the festivities, Right, for sure. exactly, and that's great news. And, and thank you so much, Tony, for taking the time to share that very special moment with us. We really, really do love it. And for the rest of you, if you have something really special that, that uh, you experienced in the week, we'd love to share that on, the, on our episode as yeah. well. Yeah, you join in with our My Favorite Thing for this week. It could be just like Michelle did. It could be something personal like I did. It could be something Disney. It could be whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Whatever your favorite thing is from this week, send them in and we will read them on the air. Right. And we all like to celebrate with each other. So, yes, we're all going to celebrate Tony's uh, anniversary and adult-only well-deserved trip to right. the Magic King, well, to Walt Disney World. Yeah, I think well, he's definitely going to Magic Kingdom. I yeah. think I saw that he had said he booked the, uh, you know, we were talking about the fireworks dessert parties. Right. I think he said that he had booked for he and his wife the post uh, fireworks right. dessert Smart party. Choice. So Smart uh, choice. love that. Yep. I hope you enjoy that. And I have other friends that I, I, I think book the, uh, the, um, uh, California Grill, the one that's up at the oh, California yes. Grill. That's the, uh, you know, watch the fireworks out there. Right. Have some small, small place plates before mm-hmm. and then some um, some little pedophores and stuff afterwards. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to hearing looking, yeah. how the, all those go. So and we're cool. looking forward to someday doing those too soon. Yeah. And we're, we're <laughs> talking about possibly before our Disney cruise in December because our, our annual passes are blacked out. Unfortunately, the dates <laughs> that we will probably be out there for. Right. Uh, so we were like, how can we get our Disney experience in uh, and not be actually going in the park? So, you know, it's a good way to go out there and be able to check out the hotels and all the stuff they right. have going on. Plus have this neat little party at the top of uh, yes, the contemporary. Exactly. That's another thing that I should have mentioned. I, I almost added this in. I forgot about it up until this point. That could have been my favorite thing from this weekend. I don't think you've seen this yet. I don't know. But they've uh, some of the different websites that did, uh, you know, 
cover Disney, right. uh, have been in the contemporary and seen the new lobby stuff that's out there. There's a lot more Mary Blair, some nice. classic contemporary artwork uh, within the hotel. They even have another place where they had the five-legged goat. <laughs> I was going to say, I loved how you posted yeah. the five-legged co- goat. Yeah, thanks from Scott in Minnesota for yes. that uh, picture and the idea for that anyway. But uh, go check that out. It's uh, it's all over some uh, social media right now because it looks stunning and I'm glad that they're incorporating even mm-hmm. more Mary Blair artwork in right. uh, the contemporary because uh, her stuff is so stunning and interesting. Right. It's it's unique and it's beautiful and you know she has such rich history with the company mm-hmm. that it's something to definitely cherish and appreciate. For sure. For sure. So let's move on to this week. We have yeah. lots of stuff <laughs> for you including if you're like us and thought it may be a while before you get your chance to see Walt Disney World's new nighttime spectacular well we have some good news for you and we learned about a very exciting day for fans of all the content on disney's streaming service that's coming fairly soon of course we'll go over that as well but enough about all that let's get to our main topic of the week we're a little over a month out and some people may say it's a little early to be talking Halloween is it really well you go to the grocery store and see how many bags of candy are out there (laughs) or if you go to Disneyland like we did just this last Sunday and see all the decorations out you know nah it's a good time to be talking Disney Halloween plus this is a good time to get you set if you have plans over the next month plus to be heading out to the Walt Disney World Resort or the Disneyland Resort to enjoy some of this great uh, Halloween stuff that's going on at the Disney parks. Yeah, and I, and I'm really liking. I, I you know, I, maybe some people don't see the benefit of this, but I kind of like how Disney is actually pacing itself with some of these things um, where they've already released and you know had things out there and available for people to experience for Halloween but there's also some special treats that won't be available until either October 1st or some even later in the month of October so it's kind of cool that if you have plans for different dates that you might have new things to experience yeah there's lots of cool stuff going on and again we're gonna uh, actually next week uh, talk about our Disneyland trip and a lot of the Halloween stuff we saw there and we have some interesting stories from Mm -hmm. that as well Um, but uh, for this week we wanted to really start breaking down the Halloween time fun and food at the Disney parks and so we discussed you know how are we going to do this and well you know it's still the Hyperion Adventures (laughs) podcast so that must mean we have to do some sort of five favorite (laughs) list so we're going to kind of count down our five favorite Halloween food and fun at the Disney parks now I will say I, as I was thinking about this, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been to the Walt Disney World Resort during Halloween time. I'm just oh. trying to remember if it ever happened. And again, mm-hmm. I'm a relative newcomer to the Walt Disney World right. Resort. I mean, yes, I've been going for 15 plus years now mm-hmm. since I met Michelle. Uh, we started going out there. Um, gosh, it's almost 20 years now. <laughs> to date myself. <laughs> but um, but it's still relatively new in being that we're, you know, it's not like we can just, you know, buzz up there like we do to Disneyland. Right. Uh, we just haven't gotten out there now we've been to Disneyland many many times mm-hmm. from uh, 
to for the Halloween type season. So uh, my stuff will probably be based on Disneyland, but I'm sure <laughs> Michelle will even it out a little bit by giving her some some stuff that might be at the Walt Disney World Resort as well. Right. I mean, I, I'm touching on some things with Walt Disney World for sure because there's some really great things. Um, I think we'll have some ties of some of the things that we both love and cherish that are provided at the Disneyland Resort. Um, you know, like, the way I kind of in my mind see it is with a lot of things that happen at the Disney parks, since Disneyland space is so much more compact compared to Walt Disney World, when, when there are things, it just seems more um, very much uh, all, all around you all the time. They're very um, immersive. Right. Whereas um, at Walt Disney World, they still have all those great touches, but with being more broader and widespread, it's it you might not have that same essence. So um, I think as I was writing these out, since they were five favorites, I ended up feeling like, yeah, a, a lot more of this because of the feeling it evokes comes through more so at Disneyland. There Does that go. make sense? Yeah, I think so. And I've, I've mentioned it many times. I think that, uh, and again, I, I can't compare it, honestly, because I've not, I'm just more comparing like the holiday season. Mm -hmm. um, but I would imagine from everything I've seen from the Halloween season as well, that, you know, if you're going to go square inch by square inch and, and you, you, know, you mentioned it's more compact, so it's easier to see, but um, square inch by square inch, the impact of the Halloween decorations right. and season and everything, uh, Disneyland seems to do much more with it than the Walt Disney World Resort. Not that does you know they that you don't have it there, right? But it just seems like Disneyland embraces it a little more. I guess I guess you could say that. I, I to me, it's just more like you know if you were trying to decorate a house and you had a small house and put all the your your decorations up, and then you took those same decorations and put them to a larger house, they're going to be more spread out. You're not going to have the same maybe impact. Yeah. Well, that's why I said like square inch by square right. inch, you know, so you're going to yeah. see it more. It's going right. to be closer together. Uh, you know, I mean, Walt Disney World is so giant and Disneyland yeah. is relatively small compa right. comparatively. So, um, you know, it's interesting, but you can judge for yourself. Let us know what you think. And we'll be happy to share that on the show Most as well. Definitely. So uh, let's start going through our five favorite lists here again. All we start with Michelle. She has the best tips. She has the best research. Sure. And she definitely has the most interesting lists. So let's get to it. Michelle, what is your five, your fifth favorite Halloween time food and or fun that's at the Disney parks? Okay. So my number five uh, is at Disneyland. It's uh, called a musical celebration of Coco. And it's really like a street show where they're, you know, they have the music from Coco, you know, the characters, and obviously, you know, that definitely evokes th the season for that. Um, but the thing that really strikes me the most is their puppetry. Now, it, it's not all just a puppet show. It's really, they, they do have characters and dancers from, you know, themed with the, with the movie of Coco. Um, but they do have some puppets and it, what's really amazing is how the puppeteers, they're not out there f in the forefront of it, but they are there. They're, they're almost like complementary to the, the actual puppets that they're dealing with. But just the life that they bring to this puppet. So that's one thing Disney, whether you're talking about Disney Cruise Line, where they use puppetry or other types of parades and everything, 
they've really honed in on that skill set to make it just phenomenal and wonderful to watch. And that's what I see with this. Like when when you actually see Miguel with the guitar and, and walking around and he's, you know, the puppeteer is right there, but you really, you're just honed in on Miguel because he does look phenomenal. Um, you know, and, and all the other characters there, it's just, I, I, I don't know how to really continue to say the same thing, but it's beautiful. It brings to life that movie that we really love and cherish. Right. And they, they bring that up regularly during Halloween time and uh, more importantly near Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. uh, the Day of the Dead, of course, uh, at this time of year at Disneyland. But that show has also shown up at the Walt Disney World Resort at Epcot in right. front of the Mexico Pavilion. From time to time, you may be lucky enough to, to see that. They'll right. announce it when it's going to yes. happen. And if you do get the chance, whether you get to go to the West Coast and see it or whether you get to see it right. uh, over at uh, Walt Disney World on the East Coast, uh, definitely uh, take advantage of it because it is a really wonderful show. And yeah. I agree with you. And the, the puppeteering is spectacular. Right. And just the colors and the music. I mean, it's just stunning to watch Mm -hmm. for sure great choice it's kind of a part of one of mine but not completely one of mine okay so what's your number five my number five is well mine are tend to be a little more vague she's very specific (laughs) mine are more vague uh my number five is just the the pumpkins and (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns that you see lining up and down main street usa right um because it's they're incredibly interesting different there are so many of them i mean we were there a couple years ago and we went on the double decker bus uh, up main street and then we came back on it and you know a lot of them are up high uh, so I was just sitting there and I was just counting them. And I believe I came up with over 200 right. jack-o'-lanterns up and down Main Street, USA. And they're all so, like I said, fascinating to look at because they're all so different. They're, you know, they're, as far as I could tell, there weren't any two that were alike. Right, uh, but right, they group them creative. together in yeah creative ways. And um, they're just placed so well. And it's another thing that you've, if you're just going down Main Street, USA, mm-hmm. of course you're going to see the big Mickey pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern that's right, right there at the uh, beginning of Main Street. And you may see some of the other stuff, the, the, some of the lamppost uh, Halloween time things that they have up there. But you may not pay as close attention to all these jack-o'-lanterns. So definitely listen to Michelle and her tip of looking up because that <laughs> you'll see some really interesting stuff for every season, every time of year. Um, but it's definitely during the Halloween time. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. And and again, whether you're talking East Coast or West Coast, you can you can definitely see and appreciate, you know, all the Halloween uh, jack o' lanterns, et cetera, down down Main Street. And what's you know, one you talked about the creativity of how the the actual pumpkin or jack o' lantern looks. It's also really cool how they fit the scenery even though it's different than regular time of year they still are just they blend in like yeah they fit you're like oh yeah of course that's there it's you know they belong there so the color schemes are very much uh, synchronized with what is the surroundings yeah it keeps the small town feel that walt wanted with main street usa you know and that, that classic vintage uh small town main street right. uh in the heart of the country uh it's definitely it's it's there and the jack-o'-lanterns just add to that in, yeah in definitely opinion. so that, that was specific that wasn't big yeah, yeah, okay uh that's my number five let's get to michelle's the real one michelle's <laughs> number four favorite halloween time 
food and or fun at the Disney parks. So it's funny because you talk about vague. And my number four is actually just very broad. And that is the seasonal food treats that you Mm -hmm. can get, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, um, you know, while Disney World not just in the parks, but even in, in the resorts. And, and we get that on the on the West Coast as well. But they have some really special things. So if you're not able to be in the parks or you're just arriving that a day and you're not planning to go, you can definitely get immersed into the season as well. And, you know, one of the, the things I I think was is the most beautiful this year is the, uh, it, and it's at the Grand Floridian. It's a Sally Hart shaped whoopie pie. Mm. And, you know, it's a vanilla whoopie pie. It's a little non-traditional, but it's <laughs> still good, you know, right? Um, but the detail of her patchwork dress on this whoopie pie is just so phenomenal that yeah, I it's can't just do fun that. to eat. I'd like to do that for <laughs> Disney Dishes blog. I, right. can't, I can't do that work. So... <laughs> Uh, credit to the, uh, the the Disney pastry chefs for pulling that one off. Yeah, yeah. and they they also top that at the parks. Um, another really stunning uh, treat at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios it are the eclairs that they have um, this year that are really um, inspired by the Muppets uh, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, and so yeah, excited for that. Right, yeah. definitely come October eighth, I believe. Um, but yeah, the the Muppets stretching portraits are actually in detail on these eclairs. So, you know, something that is, again, how much fun is that? Mm-hmm. Um, now at Disneyland Resort, they also, and again, we, we could go on and on about all kinds of food at both East Coast, West Coast. Uh, they do have the ghoulish pastries for sure. Um, uh, one of my tastiest uh, is their pumpkin cheesecake from the Jolly Holiday. It, it's so cute because it has like a chocolate spider web on the top, mm, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, and then they have the Oogie Boogie macaroon, which mm. is just, again, stunning to look at. But the other thing that I see more at Disneyland is how they bring um, the scary heat, or the <laughs> haunted heat to their foods, like uh, the pepper jack cheese stick. Now, this is a chunk of cheese that is dipped in corn dog batter. Mm. <laughs> so right away you got it, you know. Um, so, but it, it brings the heat with that pepper jack cheese. Um, and, and then they, they have a little bit of a, a drizzle of raspberry sauce on it to kind of complement that heat and everything. And so um, wonderful, wonderful food. Now, I'm at, one would say is a lightweight when it comes to to hot to food, spice, yeah. to spicy food. Although, you know, when it, you know, for, for like chicken wings. You like spice, but you just like I do it like to spice. A, a certain level. Yeah. When I, and I like, like, it's funny cause like hot chicken wings, I, every once in a while, I just crave those like mm. really like fire engine kind of hot, but for the most part, but at, um, lamplight lounge and, We'll see if I decide to try this one. It's a little too scary for me, but I know some people would love it. It's it's called the Ghost Pepper Nachos, and it has uh, their house-made green tortilla chips, ghost pepper cheese sauce, ooh, ghost pepper marinated steak, refried beans, tomatillo, avocado salsa, and cilantro. I mean, it sounds delicious. I'm not sure I can handle it. Depends. Disney heat oftentimes is not what you would think of like is super spicy. Now, occasionally they do have some that can be super spicy, but they don't tend to go extreme with it now. But when you hear ghost pepper though, 
you got to take a little yeah. step back and be a little concerned and be sure that you're ready to handle right. what a ghost pepper can bring. But again, Disney doesn't tend to go crazy with the spice. Um, so it might be something that you, you could tolerate. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure. Well, I mean, uh, at Lamplight, you know, and we've talked about their lobster nachos. I mean, the portion there is definitely... Well, I guess if that was your only meal, that was a it's, you could it's good it. for two people. But de- definitely in general, it's good for two people. So um, something like this, yeah, I wouldn't be able to. I don't think sit down and eat that whole thing, but I could probably have some some tastes of it. So. There you go. Just got to be yeah. with a group that's willing to to share it with you, right? You <laughs> but it is like I said, the the seasonal food. Whether you're you know you're looking at something that is you know sweet and treats and obviously they have all kinds of candies and things like that which are wonderful too but um you know and then also the 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 haunted heat food is there cool go. too good stuff yeah Thank so much good you. food to try too much oh, good yeah. food to try yeah, as a matter definitely. of fact you can't get to it all it's, it's uh, some of it it's just so beautiful too so. yeah yeah, decorated really well, like yeah. you, you were talking about, for sure. So. What about your number four? My number four goes back to what your original number five was okay. with the, of course, the the cocoa, the celebration mm-hmm. of cocoa. Uh, but I'm going to do it more broad than that. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and go with the Plaza de Familia at uh, Disney oh, yeah. California mm-hmm. Adventure Park over in the Paradise Gardens area, if you kind of know where that is. And it's just a, it, they just take over that area mm-hmm. and they just do the whole thing to celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Uh, you know, with so many different interesting ways. Yes, there is the celebration of cocoa that mm-hmm. you discussed um, over at the Paradise Garden Grill. They have a lot of Mexican-type favorite dishes over there that are wonderful to sample right. as well. Uh, and then they have the the memory chains uh, where you mm-hmm. can, you know, put right down your memories of, uh, you know, a loved one that's, that's no longer right. with us or whatever. And um, that which is always... It's always wonderful to see how many people have written little yes. notes to those people out there. And it's really a cool thing. But the whole area is just, you know, it's kind of an area of the park that gets kind of forgotten at right. times. But I really love at this time of year and at the holiday time mm-hmm. season as well, um, what they do with that space. And um, we just love Coco. So that whole area is just a lot of fun to visit around this time of year. Right. I mean, definitely one of the things that the Disney company is known for is, you know, like you said, um, whether you're talking family members or, or friends or loved ones or whatever, um, you know, they, they, they definitely highlight that in, in this area. And, you know, I I don't know if I want to use the word spiritual, um, but it, there is something very emotional when you go there, especially when you're talking about the chain, um, whether you're participating in actually putting somebody's name down, you know, in, and maybe, you know, a little love note to that person, mm-hmm. uh, or, or reading what other people have placed there. It's just, you know, it's what you go to the parks for, right? You want to feel emotion. You want to feel a connection and it's just great how they incorporate that. And it is also very entertaining. It's not just, okay, this is kind of like a, you know, just a memorial location, the mariachis that mm-hmm. are there and the food that accompanies it. You know, you definitely feel, um, 
you know, the influences that you see in the Coco film as well. So it's just a great experience to have. Yeah. I mean, the mariachi divas are regularly there mm-hmm. and they will, um, cause they'd also take part in the celebration of Coco right. as well. And they will often uh, decorate half their faces with kind of the, you know, the skeleton right. kind of makeup for Dia de los Muertos. And uh, just, well, they're great anyway. Anytime I yes. uh, highly recommend if the uh, mariachi divas are playing for you mm-hmm. to stop by and, and sit there for at least a couple songs it's a nice place right. to go check them out but uh you know throw it in the, this time of year and it's it's extra special yeah definitely so, so. very good choice honey. so that's my number four back to the real <laughs> let's find out michelle's number three favorite halloween time food and or fun at the disney parks okay so my next three you know the three two and one i you know are things that we've talked about in the past but um my number three is the Halloween fun in Carsland. I know we've talked so many times about uh, the immersive nature of Carsland that you feel like you're in the film for sure. Um, and and we've kind of touched on this also in the past, but it, it bears repeating in that, for example, the decorations that they use. I mean, they're using anything related to cars and creating an whether it be an ornament or uh, just some kind of a sign or anything that really evokes the Halloween season and in such a creative way. And I was looking at some pictures uh, before the show here and like there's this, it looks like kind of like a they did a pretend graveyard and, you know, they have all these cans that are decorated, you know, orange and looking like um, jack-o'-lanterns and everything, but just how they use spark plugs. And, and it's hard to really describe the detail of how they create such, you know, well-known Halloween images using car parts. Yeah. I, 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 it's really hard to really describe it. Something, you know, I, I would recommend people take a look at, um, but the Imagineers are just so, so creative with that, you know, and, and then obviously the attractions in Carsland are fun anyways, but at the Halloween time uh, where they have Mater's Graveyard Jamboree and Luigi's Honkin' Halloween, Halloween, Hall, Hall. H-A-U-L, right. Oween, yeah. Right. Um, you know, it just adds you know, something special on, on attractions that you may already like, but at this time of the year, you know, whether it's just the music and the lighting that they use, especially at night, it just really brings the fun of the season to those attractions. Yes. And this is my number three as well. So matchy, 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 matchy. Uh, (laughs) It's a rare time when we uh, sync up on this. That was exactly my number three. Well, Cars Land at Halloween. Yeah. The decorations are spectacular. Like you said, I think the, they said the, the Imagineers decided they were going to approach it as if what if the cars themselves were decorating right. what would it look like you know and it's just so fascinating as you were mentioning to see how they you know make these things that look like certain things using uh things that are automotive yeah in, like from a car way. junkyard right that, that they had you know taken from tools and cones yeah. and all sorts of interesting stuff so um green car parts of course mm-hmm. yeah uh really great stuff and then you get the uh, cars characters in their halloween uh, outfits as well that you can take pictures right. with um really good stuff so yeah, yeah like is a vampire right and then uh lightning mcqueen is like a superhero right. he's got like a cape <laughs> and stuff so uh really good stuff so uh, i agree with you um great stuff so oh, uh, definitely you. um cars land if you've never been you you should check it out for sure. Um, the, both the, the Halloween time season and the holiday season as well. Right. Uh, the way they decorated, even 
uh, makes it that much better. So, yeah. And the, and yes, the overlays. Um, that's one thing that I know that Disneyland has over Walt Disney World mm-hmm. is that I don't believe Walt Disney World. I know they do like the Jingle Cruise and everything for right. the holiday season, but I don't believe they have any Halloween overlays out there that I can think of other than maybe during Living with the mm-hmm. Land, they put out a few things right. there. Right. Um, but I don't think they have any particular overlays. So one thing Disneyland has a little over yeah, Walt Disney World. Sure. Um, for good or bad. Right. Uh, so that's both of our number threes. Again, Ooh. back to Michelle for the real list and her number two favorite Halloween time food and fun at the Disney okay. parks. And I'm thinking we're going to be probably synchronized with a lot of things here or the next couple. Could be. Could be. So my number two is the Oogie Boogie Bash. <laughs> we are. Matchy, matchy. Matchy, matchy. You know, obviously the treat trails, you know, where you could actually go trick or treating are uh, very generous locations for candy achieving um and it's fun obviously to be in your halloween costume going there um but really the the lighting that they use in such creative ways like so you know whether it's you're talking about the projection on the buildings you know that have that that halloween theme and and stuff but they do have that area um they call it villains grove at the redwood creek challenge trail and um, I, I don't know the words to use, you know, spooky kind of, you know, it's you, you're walking through this trail and it has different theming as you're going along. Um, some of it, I think, you know, somebody might have been a little acid or something, but <laughs> <laughs> should I say that? Sure. <laughs> it's just a little like, woo, but um, for the most part, it's just it's just, um, you know, you really feel you know, with it's dark and you just have these projections or these, even on the, on the ground, some of the, the lighting of like sparkly things on the ground or whatever, it just is like eerie and fun. Yeah. They use fog and lighting and, you know, uh, candlelight, uh, you know, I don't think it's real candles, electric candles or whatever, but, and then some projections on the ground Mm -hmm. and on the, uh, on on the rock facings and stuff that really does make it kind of eerie, kind of spooky and just kind of a cool place to to walk through and and have that not so scary type of fun. You know, it's a little scary, but it's not so scary, you know? I mean, the other thing that Oogie Boogie Bash is, is known for that that we love is, you know, the abundance of villains that, you know, do interact, wh- whether it's interacting with guests or other characters that are coming around. It's pretty fun to watch that, you know, like especially like Maleficent and, and things. I mean, they're, they're just great. Um, super photo op plays. It's like crazy good, amazing scenes. Um, and, and that they also bring up some more of the nostalgic characters that you don't typically see, like Frollo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, creepy, From creepy. From Hunchback and Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so that's great. And and you do with the event ticket, get unlimited photo pass downloads and things like that. So that's great that they have that. And um, it's just really a fun, fun night. It's fun whether if you're a kid, obviously there's so many fun things that you can enjoy as an adult You know, they also have experiences there that you can feel connect with you. So I love it. They have special foods that's only available during the Oogie Boogie Bash. 
So fun, fun, fun. It is fun. Uh, we had a great time going mm-hmm. there with our, our friends Rob and Kim yep. a couple years back. It's back for this year, um, and it looks fantastic again. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the, you know, because a lot of these treat trails, there's like a villain on every treat trail, and they're right. very interactive. You know, the Evil Queen, Maleficent, mm-hmm. uh, the Shadow Man, Dr. Facilier, yeah. Oogie Boogie himself. Uh, so cool. And then they, they, you know, the cooler thing is that this year it's made me jealous because we haven't been able to go this year. I really would have liked to have been able to go, but I don't think we're going to be able to work it out. But they have even more new interesting mm-hmm. villains this year, including uh, they have uh, the Cruella de Vil right. version from the Cruella film, Sid from Toy right. Story. <laughs> and the one that I'm really jealous about is Agatha Harkness right. from WandaVision, <laughs> who I've seen video, many people have posted pictures and videos of her and she looks like she's having a great time and right. it's hilarious. Um, I would just love to uh, be there to check all that out. But uh, just a fantastic time. It's a great great uh, Halloween time mm-hmm. party for all sorts of ages. I remember when we went, I don't think they're having that this this year, but when we went, they had the Descend Dance Party, right. which was, you know, great for tweens and younger, right. you know, they're liking it like that, or maybe even adults that really like the Descendants right. franchise and stuff, and we stopped by that, and that sounds yeah. like a lot of fun as right, well. Right, right. This year, they have a different um, dance party there, and it has more the traditional Disney characters, mm. you know, like goofy looking very mummified <laughs> you still do have the traditional characters in there yeah they, they all have their own halloween costumes right. that they wear a lot as yep. well so um really cool stuff so yep, yeah i agree with you that's my number two as all well right. but let's really get to it and i bet you we're matchy matchy <laughs> on this one so, too, too. Yep. Uh, let's get to the number one favorite Halloween time food and or fun at the Disney parks. Well, of course, I, I guess I, I would be shocked if we're not tied, but it's the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion holiday, yes. Right. So, matchy, uh, matchy. Matchy, matchy again, seamsies. Um, so, actually, this is the 20th anniversary of when they started that holiday layover, so that's pretty cool. Um, you know, they have, obviously, Pumpkin King, Jack Skeleton, and company throughout the Haunted Mansion with really creative scenes, and um, each year, you know, their way of keeping it fresh is they they change out and have a really ornate um, gingerbread house in the grand hall scene. And what's interesting about this year's display, which is called Gingerbread Frankenhouse, is that it has some representation from each of the prior Mm -hmm. years, uh, uh, previous display houses. So um, it's really, really cool and creative. And it what's really nice about this one is it fits both holidays, right? Because it's when, um, what do they say in the film? Halloween and Christmas collide. Mm-hmm. And so this brings the fun of both of those throughout both seasons. Yeah, uh, we love it. Uh, absolutely adore it. We love the Haunted Mansion just in general. Right. And arguably um, my favorite attraction, definitely my favorite classic attraction for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but then you throw in one, you know, the, this influence and all these touches from one of our favorite movies. Right. Uh, it's uh, really 
it just it's just joyful. Right. It's just a joyful version of the haunted mansion. It's you know it's interesting to you know that we get this for three or four months every year. Yeah. Um, and it's just such fun to to look at. And they add new pieces to it every right. single year. Like you said, they do the gingerbread house there um, in the dining room scene, mm-hmm. and you get that waft of gingerbread when you turn right. the corner into there, yeah. and, and then you get to check it out, and it's always so cool. And um, I just I just I adore it. I get excited for it every single year. It's a must do. If you've never done it, um, it's a reason to get to Disneyland alone is to go. If you're a fan of the Haunted Mansion, if you're a fan of the Nightmare Before Christmas, it is a must do. You need to come out here somewhere between. They usually started around September, sometimes as early as late August, but usually around September. Mm-hmm. And it runs through early January, right. gen- very early January generally. Um, you need to find a way to get out here and check it out because it is, it'll knock your socks off. Yeah, definitely. Now, obviously, if you're a fan of, like you said, Haunted Mansion, but, it, you know, and uh, nightmare before Christmas. It's awesome to see that. But even if you have, if you're not familiar with the film, or maybe not necessarily a huge fan of that film, it still provides a lot of fun going through the haunted mansion and seeing how it has been, you know, slightly changed, or I shouldn't say slightly, it's very much changed uh, to to correspond with that film. But it, I think it still could be fun, no matter whether somebody really likes it, you know, right. or is familiar with that film. Even. It's it's great. Yeah. Uh, I love it very much. And that's why it's both of our number ones. Yeah. And we did get to experience it last week. And we'll be talking about that on uh, next week's show. Is, you know, we'll get to that later right. on. But uh, yeah. yes, we will be talking all about our journey through the Haunted Mansion holiday as well. So Exactly. Those are our lists. Do you have any honorable mentions by any chance? Um, well, I do. Well, one we touched on, which, which are the things with the Dias de la Muertes, Muertes um, things that go on. So I won't explore on that anymore. Um, they, they do have something new this year. It's called Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit. Mm. You know, it's kind of similar to where they have, you know, the Easter egg hunt. Uh, it's in the downtown Disney district. And, but what's really cool is looking at you know, for me, I always like to see kind of how this came about and looking at how the um, Disney artists, they took 13 pumpkins and, and painted them to be hidden, but to blend in. Um, but they're, you know, obviously they're, they're either looking like a character like BB-8. They just, you know, painted a pumpkin to look like BB-8. Um, and then others are just more like um, Disney Essence, like the one they have for Tiana and Donald Duck. Um, so it's it's really cool to see how they, they did that because, um, you know, using pumpkins for that can't, could not have been easy right. because of the funny shapes of pumpkins. Um, and then the nice thing with this, when you're, when you've, um, finished your, your scouting around or your scavenger hunt for these pumpkins, you do get to have a, a you know, pretty nice prize. Nice. Yeah. Really cool. So what about you? Did you have any honorable mentions? No, I think they've mostly been covered. I, I do want to mention one thing that I'm a little disappointed that has mm-hmm. gone away for this year, and that is the pumpkin shake that yeah. was at Flo's V8 Cafe. Oh my God, I know. I was really shocked that they, because they, they had it on the menu the last couple Halloweens mm-hmm. when they've been open out there. And it's one of our favorites. Yeah. We will go out of our way. Sometimes we'll go there twice a right. day. <laughs> We've been known to do that. Waistline be damned. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, it is so good. Yeah. And we're a little disappointed it wasn't on the menu this year. I'm hoping that there's a secret menu that we get to flows and right. we'll be able to order it off the secret Ooh, menu yeah, or whatever. Find that out. Um, but, uh, you know, that, 
that is when it is there mm-hmm. um we love it it's yeah. so good it's just that little pumpkin spice hint with the, and it's rich it's got the mm-hmm. graham crackers in there and it's just really really it's a it's a wonderful wonderful shake and i hope it comes back or it's on a secret menu <laughs> right i mean flows it is a diner right flows uh diner it has great regular shakes whether you're talking yeah. you know vanilla chocolate whatever um but you're right the pumpkin spice shake is to die for. It's one of our favorites, for sure. For sure. And we're food. not those people that are just like everything pumpkin spice. Like pumpkin spice, right. like pumpkin. We're not no. like we're not like gaga over right. it, but that shake really really good. Right. So. Right, great. Good job. Likewise, sweetie. Great list. Um, Just so much Halloween time fun to be had, both at the Disneyland Resort and the Walt Disney World Resort. We'd love to hear what you enjoy out there, what you've been able to experience, Mm -hmm. and what you look forward to during the Halloween season. Right, or what your kids like. Yes, for sure. And what your your costumes, where we saw some great costumes this last week. I'm sure we'll talk about that next week Mm -hmm. as well. But that is our look at Halloween time food and fun at the Disney parks. Just love this time of year. Yes. Just so much fun. Love the Halloween season. We have a big inflatable spider that didn't make it out last year because we were trying to keep things on the down low because of the pandemic right, right. and everything. But the spider that we have that is ready to go out Ooh, yeah. here within the next week and uh, can't wait because it's always a big hit around our neighborhood. Right, so. right. The kids love it. Yeah. So. Let's move on quickly to our Disney stories of the week. I just have a couple for you this week. And I'm going to start with if you're like us and thought it may be a while before you got your chance to see the Walt Disney World's Resort's new nighttime spectaculars. Well, we have some really, really good news for you. This from the Disney Parks blog on October 1st. Two new nighttime spectaculars, Harmonious and Disney Enchantment, will debut to help kick off the 50th anniversary festivities during the world's most magical celebration at Walt Disney World Resort. And as a special early 50th surprise, they say we're live streaming performances of both groundbreaking shows right here on the Disney Parks blog. So sweet. We're already planning it out. Our right. days, our <laughs> nights around it, getting yep. ready to watch it ourselves since we won't be not be able to see those um, probably. Maybe we'll get to see it from afar in, in December, but right. um, we probably won't really get to see them till um, maybe February. I'm not sure. We'll but see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, uh, they go on to say beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday, so uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, Wednesday, September 29th, they say, join us to see Harmonious at Epcot, one of the largest nighttime spectaculars ever created for a Disney park. The show, which is a key milestone in transformation of Epcot, pays tribute to the stories and songs that unite us all, featuring new technical magic that includes special pyrotechnics, moving fountains, special lighting, and media. So uh, looking forward to Harmonious. Ever since we first heard about it, uh, the D23 Expo 2019, can't wait to see what Harmonious is like. Yeah, very excited about that. And we're very excited for people who are going to be at Epcot that evening because you get a double dose of spectacularness and you get to see it 
early. Yeah, really cool. They yeah. happen to be uh, have a uh, park pass, park reservation for that right. day. A park uh, hop over there. Or? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you'll definitely want to check that out. So uh, moving on, they say just about 24 hours after the Harmonious event, we're live streaming the new nighttime spectacular Disney Enchantment along with a special celebratory moment on Thursday, September 30th at 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, that's 7.15 p.m. Pacific Time from Magic Kingdom Park at the Walt Disney World Resort. They say in Disney Enchantment, you're inspired to believe in magic with captivating Disney music, enhanced lighting, and immersive projection effects that extend for the first time in forever. <laughs> uh, from Cinderella Castle down Main Street, USA, the evening extravaganza features stunning fireworks as well as an emotional original song entitled You Are the Magic by eight-time Grammy winner and former Walt Disney World cast member Philip Lawrence. Uh, in the show yeah. sounds like it's going to be spectacular. Right, right. Literally. And I, I can't <laughs> wait to, to check that out as well. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know that, you know, you, you may all have your own individual nighttime uh, fireworks display that you prefer, but I think everybody can agree that they all at some point really touch your emotions get the, those feels going and it we're looking forward to it in this one for sure oh we're double ordering boxes of tissues yeah. here for the <laughs> nights that we get to watch both harmonious and uh, disney enchantment uh, because you know me uh, I'm I'm liable to be a puddle as, as we're uh, going through these things, just as I am for every uh, nighttime spectacular that I think we've ever viewed. Right, right. And I think again, if you're right there in the midst of it, it's got to be an um, emotional and amazing thing to do. Yeah. I I don't think that one people are going to get to see who uh, are going yeah, to the park because the I park closes. Yeah, the park closes, I believe, at 8 o'clock. Yeah, I think that would be a limited yes. uh, special right. group event. I don't know if it'll be cast members or what. What is, who are going to be inviting the yeah, sponsors, yeah. Right. whatever. I don't know who's going to be invited to that night, but still will be cool either way. Yeah. So that we get to check it out. Right. So really cool stuff there. Mm -hmm. um, moving on, we learned about a very exciting day for fans of all the content on Disney's streaming service that's coming Fairly soon. This is really good news. This is straight from a Walt Disney Company press release. On Friday, November 12th, the Walt Disney Company will host Disney Plus Day, a global celebration that will come to life across all dimensions of the company. Subscribers to Disney Plus will be treated to new content. Releases across the service's iconic brands, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, and star in international markets, along with a special presentation on Disney Plus for fans with sneak peeks into what's to come. Additionally, the service will continue to engage new audiences around the world on Disney as Disney Plus expands into new Asia-Pacific markets on November 12th as well. So... Lots of cool stuff yeah. coming. For, this is going to be now. They've kind of done a thing like last year where they did an anniversary celebration for Disney Plus, but this is the first official Disney Plus day. Right. That that's so cool and exciting. Yeah. So they say in honor of the second anniversary of Disney Plus, subscribers will have access to promotions and experiences across the company, Disney parks and resorts around the world. Disney Cruise Line will roll out the blue carpet for Disney Plus <laughs> fans with some surprise and delight moments, including photo opportunities, character moments, and more. And ShopDisney.com will have some special offers as well. But what we're really interested in is the stuff that they're going to be releasing on Disney Plus. 
plus at right. that day. And it is a long list. And I think this is just a partial list, but it's really, really cool stuff. So they say Disney Plus Day will feature content premieres from all of the marquee brands on, on the service, including... The streaming premiere of Marvel Studios' Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So, you yeah. know, that's in theaters only right now. Well, on November 12th, it'll be free for you on Disney+. Plus. Well, free if you paid for the subscription <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. You know what I mean. Right. Uh, also, the beloved Disney family-friendly adventure film Jungle Cruise will be available to all subscribers. So, you know, it's premiere access mm -hmm. right now or you have to see it in the theaters. Right. It'll be uh, for free for you at that point. Uh, the new Disney Plus original movie, Home Sweet Home Alone, <laughs> which is a reimagining of the popular holiday franchise, will debut that day. Uh, and all new, and this is where I, I think we have a copyright issue that we need to, you know, contact our lawyers about because we've discussed this as an idea <laughs> in the past uh, on this show. But uh, we are excited about this just the same. An all new original series of shorts from Walt Disney Animation Studios called Olaf Presents, which sees Frozen's beloved snowman retelling several classic Disney tales as only he can will debut <laughs> that day. Now. We've mentioned on this show that we'd love to see, yes, Olaf, right. but also Luis from the Ant-Man franchise from mm -hmm. Marvel and C-3PO from Star Wars retelling classic Disney right. stories. I think they've taken a portion of idea. Now, if they start dropping in Luis and C-3PO <laughs> somewhere, we're going to be having a talking to Disney. <laughs> But we love this because we have those episodes out there. They yes. were recorded yes. long ago, far, uh, far away. <laughs> uh, but I love this idea. Um, yes. I, I cannot wait to see the, as you know, hashtag Real Men Love Frozen and hashtag Real Men Love Olaf. Um, I'm, I, I'm really that may be the thing that I'm excited the right. most for on yes. Disney Plus Day. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. Uh, that should be fantastic. So, uh, moving on, the domestic Disney Plus streaming debut up. Uh, fan favorite shorts from Walt Disney Animation Studios, including hashtag real men love frozen fever will <laughs> debut there. Uh, Oscar winning shorts, Feast and Paper Man, which are great. If you haven't seen Feast and Paper Man from Pixar, those are wonderful, mm -hmm. wonderful shorts. Yes. And the Oscar nominated Mickey Mouse short, Get a Horse, uh, will be debuting yeah. and some more as well, they say. Uh, an animated short film, Ciao Alberto from Pixar, featuring characters from this summer's animated hit breakout film, Luca, mm -hmm. will be debuting on that day. That'll be cool. A new short from The Simpson that pays tribute to Disney Plus's marquee brands will be dropping <laughs> as well. Uh, the first five episodes from season two of The World, according to Jeff Goldblum from National Yay, Geographic, which we love the first season yes. of The World, according to Jeff Goldblum. He's <laughs> so such glad a, he's coming back. He's such an interesting dude. Yeah. I uh, can't wait to see that as well. Uh, a special celebrating the origins and legacy of Star Wars legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett. A special celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Disney Plus with, a, with an exciting look towards the future. And Dope Sick, an original series featuring Michael Keaton, which will be released in international markets as part of the Star General Entertainment content offering, will debut that day as well. So, so much cool yeah. stuff going on on November 12th. I'm excited for it all. What of those things? I'm going to take Olaf out of the equation. Oh. Uh, the other things, what are you most excited for? Well, I guess um, the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, yeah, is spectacular. I mean, it's he's like you said, he's an interesting character. His style of storytelling is so entertaining, and I'm looking forward to you know the quirkiness too of the items that he's talking about. You know, it's just 
it's unique. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a great stuff. I'm I'm looking forward because unfortunately uh, we haven't been able to get to the theaters to see Shang Chi yet. Right. And I've heard great things about it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for when that uh, sure. gets on Disney Plus because I don't know if we'll get to the theater before it uh, before that debuts. Right. Uh, so I'm excited that we'll get that chance, and it won't be that long until that happens because I was right. wondering about that when we would get the opportunity so that's cool so right. that's it for the Disney stories well, of the week. oh Michelle has a Disney story yes Michelle well, always <laughs> has the very best Disney stories well it's just a little one and it, it's I don't think it's any surprise to anybody um, but the Main Street Confectionery will reopen on September 29th at the Magic Kingdom um, you know it's been being renovated and obviously I think everybody was expecting it to be open in time for the 50th anniversary celebration and and, uh, Disney Parks blog did confirm that for sure it will open and it's looking spectacular. Very nice. Yeah, I nearly got that story but I decided to Pass it by, but I'm glad you brought it well, up because it is you. an important story for it's sure. It's so, yummy story. It is a yummy, <laughs> yummy story from a yummy, yummy person. Wow, you're sweet. But yeah, uh, some of the treats that they're going to be um, releasing on, on the for the 50th look pretty spectacular. Cool. Too. Yeah. yeah, can't wait, and uh, you'll soon be able to. I don't know if you, yeah, they said when they when it opens up, you'll be able to do it. You'll be able to mobile mobile order right. treats from right. there uh, once the confectionery opens up. So take advantage of that as well. So that's it now for the Disney stories of the week. <laughs> However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle because she has the best Disney stories. <laughs> she has right. the best lists. She does the best research. But she definitely has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. You're so sweet. And again, you know, the pressure. Um, My tip is very uh, time sensitive. It's not one that you're going to be able to take and use forever and ever. But for right now, or at least starting on October 8th, I think is something that uh, you may want to take part in. So if you're visiting Magic Kingdom Park starting on October 8th, um, and you know, with the uh, Disney photographers, sometimes their cameras have magic in them. Mm, and I've heard that. Uh, yes. And so, uh, if you go over by the haunted mansion, um, they, some of their cameras have a pretty sweet magic image that could c- appear on your photo. Uh, it has, a f- uh, you know, from the haunted mansion, the floating face, you know, but it is Madame Pigoda. <laughs> <laughs> so tying in the Muppets ha- Haunted Mansion film uh, along with a very iconic image from Disney's Haunted Mansion. So it looks like it's super cool and something that you'd want to probably take part in. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom Park at Walt Disney World. Yeah, I think I saw they also they have like hitchhiking um, Gonzo and Rizzo as well, like the hitchhiking <laughs> right. ghosts. That, that's well, another yeah, one. And, and we've done we've had the hitchhiking ghosts appear in some of our photos over mm-hmm. there by Disney photographers. So cool. Very cool. Yeah. Michelle's tips. Always the best <laughs> tips. You're sweet. Uh, my tip goes with what we saw and we discussed it last week that uh, Rise of the Resistance at the Walt Disney World Resort, only on the East Coast, mm-hmm. was going to start doing standby only. They're pausing the virtual queue over there and doing standby only. And I was really intrigued by this. Right. So I started studying throughout the day ad nausea what the wait <laughs> times were throughout the day. And I've, and again, this could change. 
But I wanted to put a tip out there from what I've experienced just in the four or five days since it started mm-hmm. doing this. And that is that if you were going to Disney's Hollywood Studios and you want to do Rise of the Resistance, don't rope drop it. Because <laughs> it seems that's what everybody does. Right. At least that's what they've been doing so far. Meanwhile, some of the other favorite attractions, right. Slinky Dog Dash, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, um, the Hollywood Tower of Terror, right. and so forth. Um, those queues have been less than they normally are because people that have been road dropping mm-hmm. those as well. So my suggestion to you, at least as they stand today on uh, September 26th, 2021, is let everybody else rope drop right. Rise of the Resistance. You go to Slinky Dog. You go do, you know, um, the Minnie and Mickey's Runaway right. Railway. Uh, you go do uh, Haunted, uh, excuse me, the uh, Tower of Terror. Right. Um, take advantage of these short wait times. And then as the day has progressed, we've seen the wait time drop significantly mm-hmm. for Rise of the Resistance. I was just checking a second ago, and we're recording this right now at, it is uh, 2.30 on the East Coast as we are recording this, and it was 80 minutes. Still a long wait right. for Rise of the Resistance, but it's not two and a half hours or something. Right. You know? it's, it, that's similar to some of the other yeah. uh, very fan favorite attractions for and sure. And they, they do have a cool queue to go mm-hmm. through while you're at Rise of the Resistance. Um, also, from what we've seen from reports that we've seen online, that the wait time is actually being jacked up, being cushioned by somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes nice. from what people are saying. Uh, so you that might actually only be about an hour, you know, which is right. still a long time to wait for yeah. any attraction. We're not ones to wait for a long time at most attractions, but that's not so bad. Better yet, I've seen it dropping when you start getting to five, six o'clock in the evening, mm-hmm. you know, a couple hours before the park closes, uh, that it's dropping to 45 and 50 minutes. Nice. Um, so you may even want to just, you know, have your day start in a different park. And then if you have a park hopper option, right. hop over or just you know be at the studios and show up a little later or wait it out and right. go a little later in the day. Or you might be able to ride it a couple times, yes. which was unheard of during right. virtual queue. So um, again, um, it's as the crowds are right now, it'll be interesting to see what happens after October 1st, because mm-hmm. I think some people may be holding off, waiting for the most magical celebration right. stuff uh, to see what happens there. But as of right now, um, I got to suggest, don't rope drop Rise of the Resistance at Disney Hollywood Studios. Right. Take it a little later in the day. Right. And, and said rope drop something else that could be fun as well. Yep. Agreed. And that's what we've seen. We've seen you know, early on, um, a lot of these other attractions, the wait times being a little less than they would normally be mm-hmm. uh, for rope drop while Rise of the Resistance is really high. And then as people get done riding Rise of the Resistance right. in the morning, they start shifting over right. to the, and the, suddenly the wait times there so take you know are growing. So take advantage of the shorter wait times yeah. and do those then. That's so. an awesome tip, honey. Good so. job. We'll see. <laughs> Again, <laughs> in flux. Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> uh, but that's what I've been seeing so far. So uh, that's it for this week. Next week, as we mentioned, Mentioned several times during this show, we are going to be recapping our trips to yes. the Disneyland Resort. Yes, last Sunday we visited Disneyland Park and we're going to talk all about that, including we have some really interesting stories about a couple things that happened yeah. while we were there. And then tomorrow we are going to be out at Disney California Adventure Park. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about some of the Halloween fun stuff, all the things we experienced there. I think we're going to be going to the Magic Key Lounge right. for the first time yes. since they changed that over. Uh, so lots of fun stuff to talk about. So we will be recapping that entire 
a couple days with you. Yeah. As, as well as all the news stories, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, cetera. as long, well as the usual Hyperion Adventures podcast stuff. But we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You will be so delighted to sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. You will be delighted to sign up for it. And you'll be delighted to see all the different ways you can do it on our website because they will pop up everywhere for you. Uh, But it's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. And we appreciate everybody who's already a subscriber to the newsletter. And remember... We never share that email address with anybody. Yep. It's just for us to send you the newsletter. That's it. And we only send it. We don't, you know, spam your your folders. Right. We only send it once a week. You know, you're not getting four or five emails from us every Correct. single week. So that's it. So uh, also, please follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on in and join us on the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group for a lot of good old positive Disney fun. Uh, check us out on our YouTube channel. Just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know we, when we have a new video there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And as we mentioned earlier, even if it's just to say hello, we love that. We love getting the mail that we get yep. each week. So. Any contact that we get, uh, just any input uh, from our Hyperion Adventurers, we appreciate it so very much. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.